Hello everyone out there and welcome back to another episode of Maximum Effort Podcast. I'm Stephanie. I'm Laura. And today's episode is about Hot Mess Mom, where we talk about funny stories about things that our children have done. Or that we've messed up. I have some of those. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Let me drink my uh, gallon of wine here. <laughs> and I have my red wine. It's a fancy Riesling that was poured out of a box. <laughs> and and the end of a box, because I needed to drink it. It has the, you know, it's got the challenge on it where you open it and it says you should drink this in 30 days. I look that as... Yes. Okay. That's a challenge. We'll do. Thank you for giving me the time limit. Now I know how much time I have before I got to drink these four bottles of wine. I was thinking about getting a box of wine and then I realized I already don't have a lot of room in my refrigerator. It's rather small. So I'm like, mm, do I want to do that or do I just want to buy like bottles? Because those I can easily just squiggle in there. Well, they're nice because it's one box. I buy the Barefoot brand, it's one box, and it says it's got the equivalent of four bottles in the one box. Well. That takes up the space of basically one bottle of wine. So I'm like, yes, give me that. Mm. And then when I'm at the end and no more is coming out, I open up the box and I take the bag of wine out and I squeeze it like a bagpipe. And so I can get the last drops out. Because it's basically when it stops pouring, you have a whole nother glass in there if you take the bag out. And, you know, hmm. it's just as good as a bottle. <laughs> There's nothing against a box. I finished off my bottle tonight as well. So maybe I will get a box next time. They're nice. And I got it on sale. So it was like 40% off. Ooh. So instead of paying 30 some dollars for that box of wine, I paid like 17 So Well, there we go. That's actually not bad. That's not that much more than what one of my bottles is. It's cheaper so. than if I bought four bottles of the same wine. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because so. I get um, a Black River Red that's made here in North Carolina uh, by Duplin Wines. And I think it was like just under $10 for a bottle, like nine and some change. It, that's not that big of a difference to get a box then from a bottle, especially if you get like four bottles worth. Yeah. <laughs> if I was to buy four, yeah, like I said, if I was to buy four bottles of that same wine, it would cost me more than if I just buy a box. That's the equivalent of four bottles. And it takes up less space. I am saving space. I'm using less glass. You know, just because I care about the well, environment. Go. I got to buy a box of wine instead of the four bottles. Oh, of course. Well, I definitely had a hot mess mom moment today because... After everything that I've had to do with my son's toy upgrades and my computer and everything else, I had an insane amount of boxes just scattered. So I'm like, all right, I got to get rid of all of them. My car is small. I have to take them to the trash area here at the apartment complex. And I even had to get rid of uh, two of his older toys because there's like nothing with them and they're like falling apart. And so I had to take three trips to and from the trash area. This one lady, I like to think of her as um, Lonely Karen. Now, she's this older lady with blondish white hair who's constantly walking through the neighborhood, talks to everybody, but seems a little off. Like, she looks like she's going to be looking for the management of your home. Like, you live <laughs> in that apartment, where's the manager of that specific apartment? 
but she's like talks to everybody it, it but it almost seems almost condescending i think she's just lonely and just has to have conversation she walks around like five million times so she passes me the first time one of my boxes flew off my car so i got it back on the car and then she follow. she like walks down to the trash area where i'm at she walks around i'm there again and she comes back and she's like looks like christmas at your house almost like am i being judged i don't know if i'm being judged my hair is a mess i'm in like stretchy pants and a sweatshirt and i'm just like no i just i just had a lot of things ordered and i need to get rid of these boxes and she's like mm -hmm. and i'm like why do i feel like i have a complaint put against me she throws she's, me off every time she's so judging your garbage Seriously, she did that before. I remember the, I, the last time I ran into her when I was taking out trash. I don't know. I think she was talking about all the trash that was at the garbage because there was like so much outside. It overflows and people just start throwing it outside the garbage compactor. And so I was t I took the trash out and I think she was talking about that, but it almost felt like she was like trying to dig at me. Like she's like, I just don't know how you could spend all that time with all that trash. And I'm like, I didn't have a lot of trash burn. Why? Why am I being <laughs> Like, I'm just like, is she talking about that? I feel so awful. Spend all that time on all that trash? I don't even know what that means. She, right, because she's like, I would have had to hold my breath. And I'm like... I'm not living in it. I'm bringing my garbage there. <laughs> thank you. Like, that's my point. It's not like garbage garbage. It's like things. Like, why am I being... Why do I feel like I should go cry in a corner right now? She called you trash. Right. <laughs> she has her hair done. She has the, the cardigan on and her walking shoes. And she gets to going. And I'm sitting there with my mess, my mess hair blowing in the wind, stretchy pants and a sweatshirt, like deer in the headlights. Just trying to get everything done before my son gets out of school. I don't even put on real pants unless I have to. Like for work, I look okay because I have a sweater and a nice top, but I've been wearing sweatpants all day. I didn't even put on real pants. I work from home and people see me over the computer if I even turn my camera on. Sometimes it's just my voice. So I I wouldn't have I guessed that. You look very well put together. Stretchy pants are more comfortable. Agreed. At least I'm wearing pants too. I mean, it's cold up here. I got to wear something. Oh, I came across a lot of my uh, older... Gosh, where are the, the the leggings? They're my old Star Wars and my old Batman leggings. Oh, nice. And I started like wearing them and I didn't want to put real pants on. I was like, I got to go to the store. And my mom just stops and looks at me. She's like, Stephanie, what? She's like, you gonna, you gonna leave the house like that? I'm like, what? I'm dressed. What is the issue? <laughs> like, I'm almost like, <laughs> like, I'm busy. I'm offended. And she's like, put on some real pants and I'm like how dare you and so I did and she's just laughing and she's like I'm like I just didn't want to do it because now it's just taking away my precious time that I could be going to the store and getting this done <laughs> and coming back and dealing with this other thing now I'm taking time out to do this thing I don't want to do it yeah I've bought a lot of black leggings that I'd I'll wear them when I do the school drop off I don't even care anymore like you're lucky that I changed out of sweatpants, to be honest. Just appreciate the leggings because at least my coat or my sweater covers my butt. Otherwise, I feel like I'm not wearing pants with those. But still, 
they're comfy. Exactly. Oh man, I think of oh, I've had some bad, bad hot mess moments. The worst. I don't think I've ever told anybody this one before because I felt so bad about it. Um, I was trying to put spray sunscreen on Liam when he was younger, and I was like, okay, keep your eyes shut. Don't tr- you know? Keep your eyes covered. I'm going to put some of this on your face so your face doesn't burn. He's a redhead. He needs sunblock everywhere at all times. He's pasty like me. And right as I pushed the button to spray, he opened his eyes and he got a full blast right to the face. (laughs) I felt so bad. I was like, no. And I, I should have known that I couldn't just spray like I, you know, I would myself because, you know kid he probably wasn't thinking about it and ever so since like, then it, done it was open his eyes ever since then it would be sprayed in my hand and then put on his face <laughs> and uh, like every time after that for a good year that i was gonna put some block on he's like don't spray me in my eyes <laughs> like, oh, no. i won't i promise i'm so sorry <laughs> like, I'm the worst. Flesh and then me going <laughs> oh no I'm so sorry. I know how much it stings when it gets in your eyes from like sweat and stuff. I can't. I'm at, and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I don't think I blinded my child, but uh, uh, what? Water? Nope. He hates water in his face. That's not gonna work. Just cry it out. Man. Just cry it out. <laughs> that's so. Yeah, that's so, so funny. That's, that's, that he that's even that he even would mention it a year later. Like, just don't smile. Remember what happened that one time? That whole, the whole rest of that summer was don't spray me in my eyes. And I was like, I won't. I promise. I'll never spray you in the face again for the rest of your life. It's like, I just wanted to stop your <laughs> face like, I'm just as burning. damaged as, from that as you are. Yeah, pro- probably more so because I still remember. And he hasn't mentioned it since that summer. So I, I don't know. I still feel <laughs> terrible every time I think about it. It's like, oh, gosh. Oh, this is really fun. Oh, yeah, I think one of one of my worst ones I haven't talked about is when I was playing with Joey. He likes to jump around and move around, and he likes being tickled, and he thinks it's so funny. And I was tickling him, and he was getting so excited, and he flung himself backward and hit his teeth oh. and mouth right on the backboard of his bed. I felt so bad for, like, just riling him up and getting him all excited that he, like, flung himself. Even though I know I didn't like be like hit your head or, you know, he flung himself, but I felt so bad because he had he was like bleeding a little bit, and his one tooth started going um discolored. So I was like worried like if like is he getting a dead tooth because I tickled him? Like I felt so bad for so long, and I took him to the um, emergency room, and then I had to get him to the dentist, and he does not do well for dentists. Oh no. Um, like at all. Like they had to put things on his arms so that they could get in his mouth because he was like he's a fighter is it come near me i'm gonna scratch your face off that's my kid (laughs) um so they had to take a good look at it and everything was fine luckily and everything went back to normal but yeah i felt i still feel bad about that so every time i'm like nope we're gonna go play on the carpet we're not gonna play anywhere near your bed okay thanks because now mommy <laughs> it's like scared. Mommy has a fear of your bed. <laughs> so I ignored one of Liam's um, owies tonight because he tends to make a big deal out of them. 
Like he'll pull his, if he gets some, even if it's the tiniest scratch, he pulls his pant leg up and he'll start limping around going, oh, my leg, I need a band-aid. So he's trying to show me this scratch tonight. And I was like, I can't, I can't see anything. It's invisible. I said, you must not be hurt because if there's a scratch there, I can't see it. It's invisible. And he's like, what? No, it's right here. And I was, no, I, I can't see it. I can't see that scratch. It wasn't even bleeding or anything. It was just like <laughs> he scraped One the skin a little, little bit. Mark. It was teeny tiny, and so now I I can't see it. That's an invisible scratch then, because I can't see anything. So then I hurry up and I I tell his dad, I'm like, if he tells you about you an owie, you don't see anything. <laughs> it's invisible. If he asks, you can't see it. <laughs> And then, so that's one of the first times where he's been like, I'm hurt. Because he's sensitive about everything. Oh, yeah. He's a sensitive little boy. So, like, everything needs a kiss and everything is an owie. And I was like, no, you're you're six, man. You go, you go buck up or something because you're going to be hurt way, way more than this in your lifetime See, probably. So Joey does that too, but it's, it's the exact opposite. There's nothing wrong. And he thinks it's funny. Because when oh. there is something wrong, he doesn't tell me. Oh. And that, the autism um, gives them like a really high pain tolerance. And so you don't know anything is wrong until it's really bad. Which, <laughs> the fear of me like always watching him like, did you do something? Did you, I hear yeah. a bump and I'm like, what is that? And he's like, I just, he like starts knocking on the wall. I'm like, okay. <laughs> because New Year's <laughs> Day. Oh my gosh, New Year's Day, what a way to start off New Year's this day. Apparently the last um, tenants of this apartment left little surprises. I know that when we moved in, I immediately, well, right when he got the keys to it, I came in and I started vacuuming. And I found like two fish hooks in the carpet as I was vacuuming. This was before we moved in or anything, I was just vacuuming. Oh. Um, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And I didn't see anything. I vacuumed the entire apartment. I'm like, okay, none, nowhere else. And I looked around New Year's Day. I don't know how I had never seen it before. I don't know where it was. But all of a sudden, he, he's playing uh, with his toys by the window. And, you know, Mom and I are sitting on each couch. And we're just sitting there. And we watch him. He's playing. We look over. We look back. All of a sudden, he, like, walks up to my mom. There's, like, a little thing like a little bump, like he had like kind of like barely tapped his head on the window and he nothing ever hurts him. So all of a sudden he goes, ow. And my mom just like, my mom and I just look at each other and we look at him and we're like, ow, wait, there's an ow. Okay. And my mom just starts like feeling on him and she starts freaking out. She's like, there's something on his head. So I'm thinking, is it like a bug? I didn't know what it is. And all of a sudden I felt metal and I got a hold of him because he's like moving around and he's trying to pull at something. And I look at him and there's a fish hook stuck right on the top of his head ah yes the amount of frustration and freak out moment i had mom starts like full-blown panicking and i'm like all right i can't i can't do that because he's 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 looking at my face to like see my grade of like panic mode because yeah. if i start panicking he's really like he's like at this point he's trying to pull it out <sighs> kid you're gonna rip your scalp open please do not do that <laughs> So I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay, what we're going to do, and I'm going to like, I was thinking about getting him in this car seat and taking him to the ER just down the road. But I'm like, he's going to rip that out and do some severe damage. So I end up having to call the paramedics. And the paramedics show up. There's three of them. And they're not technically supposed to take it out. 
but it was like really funny because the, the girl was on the phone with somebody and she's like asking about it because they looked at it and the guy's like it's just the barb is just beneath the skin like the tiniest little and it's gonna come out no damage nothing real it's just there and i'm like oh, okay and they're like if you take him down to the hospital that hospital is right now filled with covid filled the children's ward is like right down the hall and i'm like okay he's like and you're gonna get charged a lot just for them to just clink I'm like uh-huh like so what do you say he's like and also she peeks and she's like they said we can't but if it falls out it falls out he's like all right so she goes outside and she looks on the phone he locks eyes with me and he just just think takes it out real quick and the look of like anger on my son's face like how dare you sir was so entertaining to me because it didn't hurt like he, well, he didn't cry it didn't hurt him or anything like that it was just like a the audacity because as soon as i saw that look on my son's face i knew yep that's my face that's my child he got that from me because the look he gave him is the look i know comes across my face all too often and he just looked at him like, I can't believe you. And the girl came in and she's like, did you take that out? And he goes, no, see, the thing is you walked out and it fell out. Isn't that weird? <laughs> she's like, she just kind of like looked at him and walked away. And he just he's like, do you want to keep it as a souvenir? I'm like, nah, please take that somewhere. <laughs> I don't want it near yeah. this apartment. But luckily, free of charge. But that was quite frustrating moment and I definitely complained to management because yeah, that could have been severely worse and where the heck was it that it was in the top of his head somewhere near that windowsill and I've cleaned this house so many times that I don't know where I don't know if it was like sticking out of the side or what and he was playing with it playing with toys and he just like leaned back i don't know how because we were watching him how did that happen yeah that's so weird you literally blink and something happens and and it makes you feel like like the worst mom like did i did i blink did i literally yawn and my eyes were closed for a minute because i've been watching him how did this happen it was somewhere in that window so i was not thrilled <laughs> So I have looked this house top to bottom. If there's another one somewhere in here, I would be shocked. <laughs> and I, I don't know if we should bring up the topic of dealing with COVID and mm -hmm. school at the same time, because we had a hard time making the decision if we were going to, you know, when they open schools back up, do we keep him home and do virtual or do we send mm -hmm. him to school and be around other kids. Right. So me and Nathan were like, okay. Well, the risk of him getting it should be low. But we're like, if we keep him away from other children and away from social interaction, that might be more of a risk to him now than, you know, right. risking it. Like, what's that going to do to his psyche? Because he was in preschool last year when this all started he was in uh, head start and they closed schools and there was a long time where he's like when am i gonna see my friends again when am i gonna see and you know he's only 
kid. I'm busy with work. Nathan's busy with work. We don't really have, you know, a lot of time to do the things that he wants to do during the day. Um, plus I'm, you know, going to school on top of it. My nights are usually pretty booked. So we're like, okay, he needs that interaction with kids for him to be emotionally healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was the tough decision for me. And especially when they shut down school again for, I don't know, it must've been a month or two. Um, cause we started getting some COVID cases around here and so they shut down just to try to keep everybody safe. And trying to do virtual school with him was so hard. It was so see, hard. I've heard, that. I've heard that with so many parents. And I found the exact opposite with Joey. He started off of virtual. Mm. Um, and I noticed how much he like blossomed and just did so well with it. He started reading already, does sight words. Mm. He knows all of his um, seven multiplications, like up to 11 or 12. He's, it's like shocking, like how much he's really done well. And his teachers like are obsessed. And his teachers were like, (laughs) can't wait to have you in person. (laughs) And, you know, it was like one of those things where I was just like, I, I was worried too. I'm like, you know, I know he needs to get out there, but with him being high risk too, it scares me. Like, with his drainage, he almost started throwing up. From his allergies, like, he started choking. And that's when he gets a cold, his trachea collapses and he starts choking and stops breathing. It's horrifying. And so I know, like, if he were to get COVID, it might not... (laughs) I hate saying it, but he might not make it through. Mm -hmm. And it makes me really, really terrified and like almost paranoid a little to like because i haven't taken him to a store i mean when i've taken him inside a place because i had literally no choice i didn't put him in a cart i held his hand i'm like grab one thing used one hand for everything still had his other kept him away from people and then just like run out the store because i'm like it's germs i'm like so scared um but his teachers are amazing and i think they like they have like one day like wednesdays where they're like the cleaning days. I'm like, <laughs> my son's teacher talks to me. She's like, nah. She's like, I clean before they get to school and after they leave every day. I would, I like get everything cleaned out. She's like, I don't want this anywhere near any of my kids. She went to like three funerals in one week because of COVID. Oh, wow. She's like, I'm not wanting this in my classroom or around my kids. I'm like, okay. <laughs> She's, very like gung ho about keeping things clean and stuff, even though she understands that, especially toddlers with autism, they're not going to keep their masks on. Yeah, there are some pictures that she posts on um, virtual, like the the parents portal and stuff, where I can see that he's like, I'm like, he still has his mask on. Man, you guys are doing something with him because that thing would be off. But then there are a lot where he's already got it like ripped off. <laughs> but um. They're, they're doing pretty good. It, it's it's alleviated a lot of my stressors. Our county was the last to open up schools. Yeah. Everybody else had it. Everybody's like going back and everybody's like, your, your kid's not in school yet? <laughs> nope. My county says, nah, stay virtual for a while. We don't want it. And so, um, and now it's like you have to, you have to fill out a questionnaire every morning, 
go online, do a little questionnaire, like health checklist, and then you go on. If you haven't filled it out, they ask you all the questions there. And they scan their temperatures. They put on a mask. Parents aren't allowed inside the school. They grab them from outside the school. Every kid gets taken individually. It's okay. <laughs> but at least they're keeping him safe. So that's all that matters. It's <laughs> all yes. that keeps me sane. <laughs> yeah, it's tough with kindergarten too because like I wanted to, I wanted to go in and bring him to his classroom instead of you know standing there outside every day waiting for your kid to go in and they let him out in groups and the parents have to be there waiting before they let some of the younger kids go it's yes i can't even think of how different his school experience is than what my than what mine was this whole wearing masks thing and him being yeah. used to it now it's crazy it's 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 definitely weird. Yeah, and I feel a little bit, you know, outside of all the school stuff because I can't just go in and bring stuff to his teacher. And for his birthday this year, I was like, okay, instead of worrying about what kind of food I can bring, because not only is it you can't make stuff from home, you have to buy it prepackaged, wrapped up, you know, no bring birthday cakes in. This and he's got kids in his class. There's one gluten free. There's one diabetic. Oh wow. Um. There's one allergic to peanuts. So I was like, you know, I'm not gonna mess with food this year. So I just spent a ton of money on little like uh, goodie bags for all the kids in his class. I'm like everybody gets the same. Here's the bouncy ball. Here's some play doh. Here's you know these things you can play with that you're not gonna eat. <laughs> Right. And I feel bad too, especially with Luke being diabetic and, mm-hmm. you know, seeing when he's in school, he's doing virtual now, but when he was in school before all the kids get like cupcakes and stuff for the diabetic kid, you know, he's got a special snack or if he does eat it, he's going to mess with his meter and how much insulin, like, like, I just want, like, I feel for that diabetic kid. I just want them to feel normal. Right. I have to watch everybody else eating the snack and then just sit there like, cool. <laughs> yeah. And then the kid that can't have gluten. Like, who who thinks about that when you're like, I want to bring some cupcakes for all the kids in the class. And like, then you get well, the sugar-free gluten cupcake, gluten-free cupcakes, and they taste trash. Not like it's like, why are these nasty? And the, <laughs> the kid who can't have gluten and the kid who can't have sugar are sitting there like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and yeah, then we're also we supposed to, you know, help out with bringing um snacks into the school for the kids so it's also kind of thinking okay what snack can i get that doesn't have peanut butter or <laughs> and I, like i can't buy the ritz crackers with peanut butter like maybe goldfish but then you know you know gluten free so for those kids their parents bring them their own snacks that they uh, can eat during the week but so that's stuff for kindergarten yeah I mean, we, we had to, um, basically, before it went off of virtual, like, there's still some kids that, that are staying virtual with um, his class. So they do, like, I guess, virtual while also doing the in-class. I don't know how that works. I guess we'll find out tomorrow, because so what I was asking his teacher when we were, just before we started recording, um, was what time to get on there, because I didn't want him to miss out on the schooling and the teaching. I just knew with his allergies and him having a hard time breathing, it's probably best to keep him home and try to get control 
over this because he's like not having a fun time and my allergies are like going haywire the pollen is absolutely insane right now i thought that the water was gonna like the rain was really gonna help and yeah it helped for like a day and then more pollen just like produced and it was like so much yeah that everything is covered and his whole face is just inflamed poor guy but i was asking him like what time to get on there and there there are kids that are doing that are still doing some virtual but we had to like go in and bring pull-ups wipes snacks that they're allowed to eat because she she gives them a snack before they leave um juices and drinks for them so i guess that she puts like in their own little area um i bring him his lunch because so many kids eat school lunch <laughs> not my kid my kid doesn't <laughs> even want to eat his lunch even though i give him all the things he eats yeah um he won't eat it there and i'm like she's like all he ate was a small fruit snack and i'm like okay i'll make sure he eats as soon as he can. we get him in the car i'm like eat your packet you go, okay he eats it. I'm like why won't you eat this at school <laughs> you take it the moment i give it to you why would you take it when they give it to you <laughs> why do you do this to me but you know, it was it was so it wasn't too bad i just drop everything off like beforehand so that we didn't have to put everything in bags and everything and they updated me that when they get back from spring break he'll need more pull-ups cool Oh, pretty easy, he, but um, Liam this past Friday was telling us all about how school was going, and he excitedly said, "I got to sit at my own table." And we kind of looked at each other, like, "Did you hear anything from the teacher?" "No, did you? Why? Why were you at your own table?" He's like, "I was at the red table because I hit someone," and we're like, "What?" <laughs> I said, "He just you... hold on himself." I said, "Were you just..." playing and you got a lot of hand or what happened the teacher didn't say anything to us he goes i don't know <laughs> i hit him <laughs> like oh okay well you know you're not supposed to hit other kids <laughs> right and he wasn't phased by it whatsoever just i get to sit at a table by myself that's not usually a good sign (laughs) sitting at a table by yourself means you need some direct attention what is going on here and this is like a week after he's telling me about this girl in his class and she hopes he's back today because she's beautiful (laughs) oh wow (laughs) and i mean i love i love this about him where he will compliment you all the time. I think it's one of the the best things that I did with him was he'd do something that you're very good at that or I really like your t-shirt or when you see something and you go, oh, I really like your hair today. That's nice, like complimenting another person. Mm-hmm. So he'll do this thing every once in a while where he'll be doing something. And he'll just go, good job, mom, or good job, dad, or I'll say, your hair's really pretty. <laughs> I was like, please keep doing this. Just do this forever. Joey, when I do when I do like my hair and makeup and he walks in and I have lipstick on, he just like looks at me and he gets a smile and he won't stop staring at me and then he just walks up and he's just I'm like, Okay, you're being very adorable. And he just tries to like then he tries to wipe off my lipstick. I'm like, Alright. I see how it is. <laughs> I don't even remember the last time I wore lipstick or makeup 
to be honest. You can't see it very well on camera. Plus, my glasses cover my eyes, so if I'm wearing eyeshadow or even mascara, you can't see it anyway, so. See, I usually do my wake up, my makeup for work every night, but since my allergies, I'm like, I have to be blowing my nose. I'm sniffling. Last thing I want is all my nose makeup to look discombobulated. Yeah, I'll pass. I, I don't, uh, I don't make an effort very often, <laughs> which probably if. Nathan and I ever, you know, went out and did anything. I'd probably put some effort in there, but we don't even really do that. We don't have a have a date night where I where I get all fancy for the for the five restaurant choices we have around here. We have so many restaurant choices here. I keep wanting. I swear to God, I'm getting sushi tomorrow. I've been wanting it so bad for the past couple of days. I just haven't pulled the trigger. Sushi's See, good. I'm not a fish person. I'm not a fish person. I don't like fish. But I like their their cucumber rolls so much. So Are those like up. a California roll without the fake crab? Uh, kind of. It's like basically seaweed, rice, cucumbers. It's so good. And then I get that, and then I get gyoza. And I'm like, oh, yes, good. <sighs> That's good stuff. Yeah, I really like um, California rolls and then Philadelphia rolls. Which is basically okay. a California roll with cream cheese in it, which is not definitely not traditional sushi by any means. That's a bastardized American version. I keep wanting all like the crab or lobster ones, but the ones that they show up there always have like really weird like sauces. I don't want those sauces. I just want the meat. So then I end up with just the cucumber roll. You know what I really want Simple. that I haven't had in a long time is drunken noodles. I think I'm they're, I want to say they're Thai. They're very good. It's uh, noodles, obviously. And then it's got like, um, I don't remember what exactly is in it. You got your vegetables and you can add chicken or whatever. But the thing I like about it, it's got like a basil, it's like a basil wine sauce for it. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. Well, after um, trying out that, um, Hello Fresh, you suggested me try out. I learned that I can pan cook steak very easily and it tastes amazing. Yeah. Better than Applebee's. And so we've recently mm -hmm. gone out and bought our own steak and I've done my own seasonings for it. Even better this time around. Yeah, I started oh, doing it this winter because I was like, I want steak. My favorite way to do it is you just salt and pepper and you heat up the oil in the pan. You do that. It's like three minutes aside, I want to say, to get medium rare. And mm -hmm. then I take it out and set it there. Melt some butter in the pan. Throw in some sprigs of thyme mm. until they start to pop. And then season it. And then I like flip the steak around in the butter. And it's the best. That sounds amazing. Butter makes everything better. Oh, butter does make everything better. That is actually a good idea that I'll probably have to try because I think I did, I did salt and pepper and I did garlic powder, garlic, I like to add it to everything. It's like that little love seasoning to the salt bay. I'm just garlic bay, just <laughs> sprinkling it on everything. A little bit of love. I do use garlic powder a lot for a lot of stuff. Yeah. So good. But yeah, just salt and pepper on steak and then the seasoned butter. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. I've even thrown, like, um, minced garlic in there before with the thyme and the butter. That's real good, too. Yeah. 
I'm hungry. Yeah, I have I have a HelloFresh HelloFresh box coming tomorrow. Actually, Ooh. is my my thing. I went way overboard this week because I like so many of them, and I was like, hey, I can have this one for lunch over two days. Nathan doesn't like this. I like this, so I think I have five meals in this next box because you can pay for extra. But I was like, but this is four nights worth of dinners that I don't have to go, what am I going to make? I don't know. What do you want to have? And it's always, you know, me deciding and making things anyway. So it's like executive decision. I'm paying for extra HelloFresh boxes or (laughs) HelloFresh things in the box. So it's decided. And I don't have to wonder. That uh, lemon tomato spaghetti. Fantastic. That they do. Oh my gosh, so good. Yeah, they're um the one because I wanted to let you know in case you hadn't had it. Yeah, the the steak that I did came with the mashed potatoes. All those mashed potatoes were the best stinking mashed potatoes I ever had. Because I always made it the way Grandma made it. I love Grandma's cooking. I do. It's just the old school, very much how they always used to do it growing up, and that's that's how I always did it. With you mashing the potatoes, you putting in the milk. Uh, Grandpa always did it with her, and I always sat there and peeled potatoes with him. So it was like with the milk and the butter, and then you mash that all together and mix it all up. Yeah. But the HelloFresh one is they add sour cream. I don't like sour cream. I hate it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to follow these directions, like, to the T. <laughs> oh, my God, that was good. Yeah, I love <laughs> sour cream and potatoes. And I used to hate potatoes. With a passion. Yeah. The only thing I yeah. kind of liked was probably McDonald's french fries. Other than that, mm. I didn't want fries. I didn't want potatoes. I wasn't interested. And now as I've grown older, like I like beer now. I like wine. I like potatoes. There's so many things that have changed. But like not sponsored or anything, but I'm excited for this week. Because it's um, Cheddar Wonder Burgers and Old Bay Fries, Ooh. which look delicious. Tex-Mex pork and pepper enchiladas, because we've got a Mexican. Uh, rosemary demi-glaze pork chops, bayou-style crispy tilapia. And then mm. the one I got that I can have for lunch for a couple of days is Szechuan beef noodles. Oh. And I think there's um, one of these weeks coming up. I got extra because you could get ramen in one as like one of oh. the regular... And I was like, I need, I need that thing. <laughs> I gotta you look do. and see when that is. Mushroom and soy ramen. So it's a veggie dish. Mm-hmm. That yeah. That's like the week of April thirteenth. So I'm like, if I add like chicken and shrimp or whatever I want, I got I got ramen. I always got I always got the veggie ramen bowls in Japan, and I'm telling you, <laughs> they would do. It was big bowls of ramen. And like a clear, clearish beef, I think it was like a beefy, I can't remember, it was like, I don't think it was like a beef or a chicken, stock type broth, I'm not quite sure. It was more on the clearer side though, so it might have been more towards chicken. Um, And they had like, fried. it was all fried vegetables, so like eggplant. And they had, it was just, wow, like the veggie ones were good. I don't. I don't think it's like vegan or anything like that because I can't, you know, I can't tell. Yeah. But, but it, it I was, mean, it could be a veggie broth and that's totally vegetarian. Right. 
Good, yeah, definitely. So good. <laughs> and I always get it with a pat of butter because, like you said, butter makes everything better. I was introduced to it like that. The girl that took me to the ramen place for the first time, she's like, I always get it with the butter. I'm like, okay. And then you, you melt, it melts into the soup. And I'm telling you, it's better with the butter. <laughs> <laughs> so many understand. things are. So many things are better with butter and bacon. And even better if you can combine both butter and bacon in a recipe. See. And then your arteries will be clogged, but it's delicious. I am not a bacon person. I can't no? eat it. <gasps> oh, no, ma'am. I can eat well, it. Well, you got really sick off of bacon. Yeah. So that's that was my why. fault. <laughs> that was that was also in Japan. It was where I worked at the Chili's on base. And I have no problem saying this. The military uh, doctors all knew. Because I was like, no, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what they did. Because they weren't taking proper care of their bacon. They were like, cook the bacon first thing in the morning. When we were like, when we were opening and stuff. If the bacon wasn't used by that night, they were using the same bacon. <gasps> and it wasn't kept on a heater. It was kept in a little dish right by the stoves. Oh, no. Hello. And I was mis I made the mistake and I realized it when she brought it to me. I meant to ask for the mushroom Swiss burger. Best burger in the country. Love mushroom Swiss burgers. And I realized when she brought it that I did ask for the bacon burger. I don't know why I said that. I don't usually eat the bacon burgers. But I'm not caring. So I'm not going to be like, that's not what I want. I know that's what I said. But that You should know it. I'm not going to be like that. So yeah. I was just like, forget it. I'm going to eat it. I made, I was the idiot that asked for it. Even though it's not what I wanted. So I'm not going to make them remake something. Because I'm, I'm dumb. So I noticed it smelled funny. But I was like, maybe I'm just like smelling something around me. I ate half the burger. I hadn't eaten like all day, so I was so hungry and I was so sick. My sugar was low because I'm hypoglycemic. So I was like, I just got to, I like got half the burger down and then I went to go eat the other half and I'm like, this really smells. And I sniffed the bacon and I was like, that's what it is. And also I'm like, I'm not hungry anymore. Something about this throws me off. Yeah, I ended up with E. coli <laughs> and uh, couldn't eat for 36 hours. Oh, I didn't eat after that. Like, the next day, I was, like, sick, sick. Yeah. And I called I called my manager, and I was like, um, so you know, I'm in the hospital with E. coli because of the bacon burger. And she's like, the what? I was like, oh, no, no, I didn't eat anything all day prior to that. I haven't eaten since. There's nothing else that could have possibly given this to me. It smelled funky. I, did, I explained everything. And she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She was very nice to me. Normally she had like, she's like very rude, kind of like blunt and like bitchy. But it was funny. She was over like, if there's anything you need. And I'm like, what are you, what are you, what are you afraid of, ma'am? Like, what are you afraid of, ma'am? I still told the hospital, I'm like, no, 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 I know where I got it. You want to know where I got it? Write this down. Yeah. But they, yeah, I had to go. And then we had just had any, a volcanic eruption um, somewhere nearby and all the ash was coming over. So they had to shut down all the machines because the ash could get in through the machine uh, air vents 
and just like completely remove ruin millions of dollars of hospital machines. So like we can't do all the testing and all the stuff that you need here at this facility. So we have to drive you to another part in Japan to another facility where the machines are open to the Navy base there. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So we're going to go get the ambulance. I'm like, all right, let <laughs> to be in an ambulance. And it was funny coming back though. Cause everything was fine. Oh gosh. And then this was like, I wasn't a mom then, but it was definitely a hot mess moment because I already felt my lowest and this super hot Navy guy, my Lanta, like sweat your socks off, kind of hot, walks in, is asking me like personal questions because he has to. He's like the nursing guy and he's like, um, <laughs> he's like, so your stools, have they been, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is my nightmare. This, I am in hell. This is it. This, this is hell. And I am here. I don't appreciate it. And yeah. so I could feel my face, my whole face just turning simultaneously white and red at the same time. Like, and I'm just like, mm -hmm. yep. It's been a lot of it. Okay. Thank you. Have a nice day. And I'm sitting there like hiding my face. Like this is hell. <laughs> I hate my life. But it was funny on the way back, though. They're not supposed to, because it's not an emergency situation. They're not supposed to turn on the lights. But I had, um, from our base, they have to send people with you to the other base to make sure that you're treated properly. Yeah. Which I didn't know was a thing. I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah. Like, where if you go to, if you get sent to another base, they have to send, like, almost like a caregiver with you just to make sure that they're doing their jobs right. I didn't know that. And so I had like a captain and like a major or something like sitting there, these two, these two women sitting there and like talking to me and they're like, no, we're not supposed to turn on these lights. But if we tell them to turn them on, you're not going to say anything. Are you? And I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to say nothing. They're like, cause we're not going to say anything. I'm, like, I'm not going to say anything. He's like, turn them on, get us back to base as fast as possible. He's like, you got it. <laughs> it's like, you're so not supposed to do that, but. They, they did it just to get us back to base as quick as possible so that we didn't have to stay out even longer. Be fun, they though. wanted to get back, too. I was like, sorry, guys. Thanks. Let's get us back. Lickety split. Well, now you've told. I did. <laughs> who knows? How I don't know what year it was. I don't know who they were. So you'll never get that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if the military wanted to look at your True. health records. True that. I don't think they're worried about that, though. Whoops. It was years they ago. They shouldn't be worried about that. They should be worried. They got other things to do. They might not even be in anymore. Who knows? Right. You, it's over. Should, Nobody got they hurt. Should, they should be worrying about the harassment women go through in the military. Yeah. Neither here nor there. Yeah. It's <laughs> always fun, though, when somebody asks you about how you're pooping. There's a lot oh, gosh. with pregnancies. Oh, Especially when they're, like, super attractive and they look you dead in the eye. And they're like, so. And they got their clipboard. How is it? And I'm like, and you just start. It's like dead silence. Yeah, I had a nurse ask me, but she said it weird. I was like, how are your movements? But I was like heavily pregnant. So I was like, you mean like tying my shoes? What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't understand. And she started laughing and I was like, but it's, are you asking about? I didn't realize later. I was like, you're asking about poop? Like what? What do you mean movements? I can't, I can't move around well. 
Which which movements are you talking about? Which which would you like to discuss, ma'am? <laughs> yep. So uh, instead it's... of like answering with poop when she said movements, it's hard to tie my shoes sometimes. <laughs> she, she thought yeah. it was funny, but you know, I would I would definitely say a major a major hot mess mom moment was right after I had Joseph. Um, it was. I had just gotten out of the hospital. Mom and grandma had uh, driven down to Mississippi to hang out with us. And they had their hotel room. And it was like, I would say two days after we got out of the hotel or got out of the hospital. I couldn't figure why he was so rashed out on his bottom. And no matter what I tried to do with the creams, it wasn't working. And it got to a point where he was starting to bleed. Mm. And I was... I was never diagnosed with it. I never went and spoke to anybody about it. When I look back at it now, it becomes kind of obvious that I had, um, like, postpartum. Yeah. In, in, in some forms. Because, like, the fact that I couldn't breastfeed, it, like, it was really, really bad. I'm, I'm still missing part of my nipple Ow. from trying to force it. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, the mom shaming. If you don't, if you don't breastfeed, you're, you're crap. You're a bad mom and it, you bottle feed. Oh my gosh. The worst thing in the world you can do is feed your child. So it's like, I tried and I was so overwhelmed. And like the day I got out of the hospital, my husband had to go straight to work. And I was like, just freshly cut open and stitched up. And I'm standing there with a baby and grandma and mom show up and I'm like already like, um, I can barely lift anything. Yeah. And I'm trying. And I remember at one point grandma and mom were sitting there and I was trying to breastfeed and I broke down and I could not stop crying. And mom and grandma took them and they're like, okay, you need to go. And I'm like full anxiety attack, full blown, like breakdown. And like back then I was like, oh, it's nothing. I'm probably just sleep. It's just my normal. But when I, when I got through it. And I can look back. I was like, oh, no, that was like, that was pretty bad. It was, yeah. It was an extreme, like, elevated. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest, too, back. like, I cried, too, after bringing him home. Because it's after you have him, you're going through this massive hormone dump, essentially. And not There's everybody talks about Extra things. And I cried because, like, my vagina hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was oh, itchy from from the stitches from being torn open like my boobs were starting to bleed because it was like it was five days before i got milk and i didn't even want to put a bra on but you know you're still like the colostrum or whatever is there before mm-hmm. the milk will come so i'm just waiting so i'm switching between like okay if i get him to breastfeed this many hours and then i'll give him like a little bit of formula to get him through to the next feeding till I can try again. And then maybe my milk will come in if I keep doing this. And then my mother-in-law showed up and I know she meant well, because mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is on top of like hormones. I'm in pain. Um, you know, with the boob stuff, lack of sleep, it was a lot of stuff. So then they show up and they plant themselves in her living room and are like, Oh, go take a nap. And I'm like, I can't, I can't sleep. And it was like, you're so tired that my brain yeah. was spinning. <laughs> so between that and yeah. then me, being, me telling Nathan, I was like crying 
in the bathroom and he's going, what's wrong? And I was like, I just need them to leave. I don't want anyone in the house. I was like, I just want to sit on the couch without a shirt on because it hurts to wear a shirt and I don't want anyone here. (laughs) I'm going to cry for you thinking about it. It was like that, yeah, that time when you get home from the hospital, you don't want to see anybody. Like, you just want to... I will say thank goodness for mom and grandma showing up Yeah. the day I got out because that was like, that was my lifeline at that point. Yeah. You want like one person there that will help you. Grandma was insistent about cooking my meals. Yeah. She, she was put off that um, his his stepmom tried to bring food. Grandma's like, I can make you food. Oh, Grandma yeah. was so like upset. She's like insulted. I'm like she's not trying to insult you, Grandma. It's like the audacity. Like, I am here. I am. I know. You know. I don't get along well with his family, but she's not doing this to step on your toes. <laughs> I promise. I can tell when she is, and this wasn't that moment. <laughs> it was more like, oh, let me drop you off one random meal. But it was Grandma's like, but I've made you meals. Yes, Grandma, you're the best, Grandma. I love you, Grandma. Thank you, Grandma. Like, don't be upset, Grandma. Your food is so much better than hers. We don't need Grandma, this. This is garbage. Grandma's ready, Grandma's ready to fight over cooking. It was so funny. Um, but it was, it was thank goodness for them because Grandma was sitting there insisting on making sure that I was fed. Yeah. And making sure that everything... She was sitting there cleaning my windows. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you they were like my lifeline that week, which was like... Because I didn't, I, I was living in a state where I literally had nobody. Like, yeah. my ex was working from the day I got out of the hospital. And that's the thing, like, I wanted to have a natural childbirth. But, uh, like, I mean, obviously with 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 help of medicine. Yeah. But I was going to, I was it was going to be vaginally. But um, I had been in the hospital with contractions for 13 hours. And it was every three minutes. And I think I was only dilated to like a 40. And I had such bad anxiety issues as it is. And um, and I know he had been really stressed out in there because I could tell. And the my, my OB came in and he checked me and he's like, I'm, I'm going to tell it to you straight. And um, he's like, even when you fully dilate, I don't think this kid's going to come up, going to fit, to be honest. He wasn't a big baby. My hips are and everything is just narrow and smaller. Mm. He's like, I'm going to be honest. I don't think that kid's going to come on there, like, regularly. And I'm like, oh, I I really don't believe he's going to fit. And he was, like, the best OB in the state, apparently. Oh, wow. Telling me this. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there going, if I have the best OB in the state and he's sitting here telling me this, I mean, I got to, like, Okay, so I'm sitting there like, oh, and then a nurse comes in a little while later. And she's like, so we're going to send you home. It's like you could hear the record scratch from like an 80s an eighties movie track where yeah. everybody just stops. And I'm like, excuse me? And it like all the hormones and like my Max wasn't that supportive through it. He was like sleeping in a chair the whole time. And every three minutes I'm going through contractions, I didn't sleep for over like 30 some odd hours like I was like I was at this point like mad (laughs) and (laughs) mad and so he got to see like me really like tweak on this lady Hulk out she's like no 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 we're gonna we're gonna send you home because you're only and I'm like no because see I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen and she like 
stops and like looks at me, her eyes get really big. I said, now see, that, that OBGYN just came in here, right? And he told me that he didn't think this child was going to fit out me coming out naturally. So why would you then send me home to, I don't know, spend another 13 hours to cause me and my child, my unborn baby, more random stress that's unneeded? It makes no sense. Yeah, if they're going to do when you're just going to cut him out to begin with. Yeah, you're just going to cut him out in the end. So why are you causing all this unnecessary stress on my child that could harm him in the end? No, I'm going to tell you exactly what you're going to do. Basically, this lady's eyes getting bigger and bigger. My ex is sitting kind of like not saying a word like he's not going to get involved. And I'm like, you're going to go out there. You're going to get that OB and you're going to get ready for a C-section. You're going to do that C-section. And that's what's going to happen. Because I'm not going home until this baby's in my arms. And she's like, yes, ma'am. Okay, ma'am. Yep. Right on it. And she walks out. <laughs> and she goes, she goes running up the door. And then I just sit back. And my ex looks at me. And he's just like, eh. And I, I just like, like looked at him, dared at him. And he's like, just sits back. And he's like, I'm not saying nothing to you. I'm like, that's what I thought. Like, I am not in the mood today. I have been here. I have been doing this. And so it was like a random c-section to begin with and one that i was terrified of so it was like a lot on me and then i go i get home and he goes straight to work and my milk isn't like developing and i'm trying all the teas and he's so hungry and i'm sitting there trying to breastfeed and grandma's sitting there and she's like being quiet but she's like encouraging she's not being judgy and I'm trying, and my mom's trying to, like, get around the house, and he's just crying, and he's crying. Oh, my God, I'm trying not to go off. Let me yeah. cry myself now. He's just crying, and he's crying, and he's so hungry, and I just lost it. I broke down and just started uncontrollably crying, and I'm like, why can't I do this? Why can't I do anything right? Why can't I do it right? Why can't I? And it's like, I just, my mom's like, okay, oh, no, 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 we're not going to do this. We're going to give him a bottle. Grandma, go get the bottle. And she's like... She's like, you're going to go and you're going to go sit over here. You're going to go outside. You're going to take some deep breaths. You're, you're, you know, and like, it took me a month, I think, or no, a couple weeks of like trying to force it and nothing was happening to where I just gave up. I'm like, there's no point in me trying. Nothing's fully coming in. I'm trying the teas. Nothing's happening. I'm pumping. Nothing's working. My, my supply is going down rather than up. Yeah. And it's just not working. So, and he would latch. It wasn't anything that he was doing wrong. Yeah. And the pumps were working. It was just, my body was like, nah, nah, fam, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And so it was like, it was, I had a full, after finally, I would say about one, a month to a month and a half after he was born, it, my, my postpartum just went away it took that long and I didn't even realize I had it until after the fact and I was like I looked back and I was like wow yeah no that was yeah when you're in it it can be hard to recognize it was it was very overwhelming and very stressful and a lot but I think pretty much every mom would feel that way anyway just because all the hormones going through your body and I was seeing all this stuff that's like you shouldn't bleed when you're breastfeeding. But at the same time, it's oh, like, how can you not? Like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to. I'm using the creams and stuff, mm-hmm. and it hurts. And you just... <laughs> yeah, no, I still, get a, I still get a scab. 
that has to fall off. And it, like, there's still, like, a big indent in the tip of my nipple because of it. Because I guess it, like, part of it just, fell, a small piece just fell off. Eww. While trying, and I don't, and I was, I was bleeding, and they always say you gotta switch, you gotta switch boobs every, every feeding. You gotta do your left, and then the next feeding you do the right, and then the next feeding you do the left. Just to, like, you go back and forth, and it keeps up your supply. And I was trying so hard to do everything right. And then I'm reading all these posts of mom shaming, saying, if you don't breastfeed, you're a terrible mother. And it's just like, nah. It was it was a lot. And finally, I just had to get over it. And I had to be like, no, my baby's fed. He's healthy. Yep. That is literally all that matters at this point. You got to do what works yeah. for you. And that's all I mean, yes, breastfeeding. Yes, breastfeeding and the colostrum and everything is logically always going to be the best thing for them. Straight out the gate, yes, that is the healthiest, that is the most, you know, just they get the most nutrients out of it. And I understand that and I see that and that's why I tried that. But, you know, it doesn't always work for every every mother. Some yeah. mothers don't have the time or some mothers are too scared to or it hurts too much yeah. and they don't want to. Or they just don't. Or they can't. Yeah. And that's why it's like. Yeah. Or just not producing. And that fifth day right. when I looked down and we had people over. And I'm sitting mm -hmm. there with just a shirt on. I wasn't wearing a bra. And I looked down. And I had these two wet spots on my shirt. It was a little bit of like, oh, no. But at the same time, yes, finally. It's been five days. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I didn't think this was going to happen. Right. Yes, Gosh, I'm leaking. Been... I'm a human cow. <laughs> I... <laughs> You're like, I did it. It's a I miracle. am now known as the milk machine. Right. <laughs> oh, I was I was hoping for that, but mine just was not. But you know, the the I had a bottle heater. I had everything. I used the best I could. When I noticed he was like getting sick from form one formula, I went to a soy. I was I was very meticulous about what I chose. Yeah. So it's not like I was just, you know, I wasn't, you know, even if anybody does just grab something off the shelf, their baby is being fed. And that's, they're not malnourished. That's all that matters. Yeah, they're being taken matters. care of. Your baby's period. not hungry. They're healthy. Great. That's all that matters. Right. So it was definitely exciting to see him growing and the crying you know, from being hungry, it stopped. And it was like yeah. a huge relief. But then it also made me feel bad. But then also just like it was a huge relief in the end. Because you're like, okay, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> it's it's being... But yeah, the, the diaper thing, I remember that was another breakdown moment. Because it was like two days after and he couldn't... He wouldn't stop. He was like bleeding and I was trying all the creams. And everybody was saying to try Boudreaux's butt cream. And... I was trying the boot rose and it was not clearing anything up and it was just bleeding. And I, I called, <laughs> called the pediatrician's office bawling, full on sobbing. And they probably thought I was like some crazy woman. The lady at the front desk like answers and she's like, hello. And I'm like, I just, I don't, he won't stop bleeding. I'm trying the creams. I don't know what to do. It's not working. And they, they were like, okay. Then it was like my poor kid and you could hear him screaming in the background because like I was trying it and that was like yeah every time I go to use a wipe on him it sounded like he was being murdered 
and that the pain it caused me from causing him pain made me like extremely anxious like gave me extreme anxiety and i had to have my mom finish because i'm like i can't i start like shaking and like sobbing and so then i she she was like you could hear him screaming and she's like it's okay baby we're gonna get you cleared up we're mommy's on the phone with him i'm just like help my baby <laughs> like, okay and it turned out he had severe skin allergies to regular diapers huh. and wipes he needed specialty diapers and wipes mom ended up buying honest and he stopped getting it wow so he started getting like shampoos the conditioners the bubble baths everything and he stopped getting all those rashes and i was like wow. it's a miracle so we stayed with that for a long time but now that he's gotten older we've been able to like the Publix brand is also really good I can use that and then with pull-ups he seems to be good with regular brands hmm. so I'm like maybe he grew out of it I guess because I was like I was gonna test it and if he started getting a little bit red those were gonna be gone again like I'm not gonna like I don't let that happen but he hasn't been having any adverse reactions yeah between that and like when you take your kid for shots (laughs) and their little bodies get so red and they're crying oh my gosh that's the worst and liam still hates it and it's funny because when i when i tell him um for example when i got my covid shot and i said i'm gonna go get a shot today he's all concerned do i have to no, this is just this is just for mom. Mom's gonna get it, and then I come home and did you get your shot? Yep. Can I see? So he wants to see where the band aid was, and it's really funny. And I, uh, I had to get He's it like, done. Like, are you okay? <laughs> I had to get a. I don't know if it was a shot or a blood draw in front of him before after he had gotten some of his stuff, and I, he just saw me sit in there. He was oh, okay. Because <laughs> whenever he's gonna have a needle coming towards him, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he sees you sit there quietly and he's like checkmate mother checkmate <laughs> he, he had to do a blood draw for something last year or the year before whenever it was before before covid so it must have been a couple of years ago and he was screaming and freaking out and nathan was having to hold him down so the lady could get the blood draw and he comes out and i had planned for this because i knew it was coming i was like we have a doctor appointment and there's a chance he's gonna get a shot so I bought him this game that he'd been talking. He, he loves the Lego games. So oh, I have them. It's it was like great. a DC supervillain or whatever. He saw a commercial for it and he wanted it really bad. So I had it in the car. And I... No, I think I put it in my purse. I said, okay, well, you're done with that. I have something for you now. And he stops crying. And he looks at me and I hand it to him. He just goes, this is the game I wanted. This is the one I was talking about. So he goes from screaming and, and crying to just this instant. I wanted this game. I said, okay, that was a good shot purchase then. Because this would have been, yep. you know, hours of mom. Shot completely forgotten. Arm. Right. That was it's like what I did today. I got him. Uh, I got Joey some new meds to help with the mucus and the cough. And. He hates grape. Hates the grape flavor. But unfortunately, Zarbies, everything that I found of the cough and mucus, straight grape. Where's the cherry, man? All I want is cherry. Nothing. Just grape. I'm like, all right, he's going to hate this, but we'll get through it. And I, he he loves YouTube and he loves watching um, 
<laughs> so funny. He loves watching the what he calls blind bags, okay. where they open up. It's like those little those little eggs in the different or the boxes that they open. You don't know what's inside. It's oh, a surprise. Yeah. So you open it up, and then there's a baggie. What's in the baggie? It's a blind bag. So they've mentioned it as blind bag. So he's like blind bag. So I they they have them at Walmart. They have Paw Patrol ones. And so I have the, I have I have four of them. He only saw one of them. So I was like. It's a win because if he saw all of them, he'd, be, he'd keep going, another one? So I have those like aside where he can't see them. And as soon as I got them, I was like, if you take this medicine right, you get a surprise. And he's like, a surprise? Yep, a surprise. And he ended up taking his medicine. I said, okay. And he was like really upset about it. He was not happy. He was starting to whine. And I'm like, go let me wipe off your mouth. And I've got it. I'll go get you a surprise. And I was like, oh, a surprise. The whining just immediately. Like, eh. yeah. I, my interest has peaked and I walked out and I had a box and I'm like, and what's this? And he's like, eyeing me. And I'm like, could it be, I don't know, is, is there a blind bag in here? He's like, blind bag? He like runs over to me and he's like just staring at it, waiting <laughs> for me to open it. So I open up the little truck and he's like, oh, blind bags. Like, yeah, it's blind bags. So he grabs them out and he's like, blind bag. And he hands one to me, open. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, what is it? He's like, a dinosaur fell out and he's like waiting for the next one because they get two and it was chase and he lost his marbles the way this kid ran around that living room <laughs> sick with his allergies just happy flapping <laughs> and just jumping up and down his, and it's chase <laughs> i'm like yep oh, that's it's adorable. Chase. he was so he went to sleep with that thing Aww. i'm like all right uh, that was a great purchase. Three dollars and like what, fifty-five cents for one? All right, I'll go buy a few. Shoot. Yeah. It's not like an arm and a leg. If it'll keep him happy after his medicine, yeah. <laughs> take the instant upsetness off. <laughs> Destruction. <laughs> so he loves Paw Patrol. Oh yeah, loves it. Paw Patrol, Blaze, Bubble Guppies was a thing, but lately he's been upset with Bubble Guppies. He got really upset with one, and he started having anxiety over it. Like oh. I, it was like one where they like got into a plane crash, and he like flipped out, like full on freaked out, like bawling, scared. Wow! And I'm like, dude, but he likes the one. He likes the one with uh, Grump Fish. He thinks that one's hilarious. Um, but he likes Dora. He's been counting in Spanish now. This kid's. Four. His speech is off, but he's like, you know, ghost, chase, guacho. I'm like, yep, you're right. Seven times seven equals 49. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's just, he's, he's funny, though, because he gets to a point now where he likes to mess with me. And it's funny because you start to see their little, their, their little personalities are so funny because even though he doesn't like, communicate as best as other kids his age um it's funny when he does do it because he messes with me on purpose like we'll be like okay what's seven times seven and he'll tell me like, okay what's seven times eight and he'll tell me i'm like what's seven times eleven and all of a sudden i like i know what's happening and he goes seven times eleven is twenty one and i'm like <laughs> no seven times eleven is not twenty one and he's like he starts giggling and he's like, like, he stops himself. I'm like, what is 7 times 11? He's like, 7 times 11 is 14. 
And I'm like, that's not what seven times 11 is. And he's just cracking up. I'm like, what's seven times 10? He's like 70. And I'm like, what's seven times 11? He's like 77. I'm like, thank you. You know the answer. <laughs> You're messing with me, kid. That's amazing. <laughs> Liam can't laughing. do multiplication and he's six. There's um, I won't come for a while. There's this you these YouTubes. I'll have to I'll have to share it with you. It's it's this um preschool. It's like a school bus, that, but they it's all cartoons and they do colors, they do shapes. He knows like everything. He's and he watched Umizumi so much. He stopped. He talks about dodecahedrons. He <laughs> talked about that when he was three. I'm like, okay, kid, cool man. <laughs> you're you're in it. <laughs> But um, he started watching those, and they do sight words as well. And he'll, he he knows how to read, play, go, to, stop. We were leaving school, and he's like, there's a stop sign. He's like, stop sign. S-T-O-P, stop. Yep. Sure is, man. And the, the word play will come up on the screen. He's like, play. And then they'll be like, play. And he's like, he, he knows. He's like, <laughs> Cool. Your man. kid is smart, and mine knows how to swear properly so you know there's there's that maybe the time there's, where... there's words that he says sounds like swear words though because he's he's behind so, so when he does talk about things i'm like what did you just say and then he says it when he says fish it does not sound like fish he's like going bitch and i'm like excuse me where did you learn that word? bitch bitch yeah it could be as good as when we're outside and it's winter and he just sucks up looks up at me and he goes it's fucking cold out here and i said yes <laughs> it is it is that why um where <laughs> where where did you hear that sentence to know that that would be how that goes so you had to have heard that before but not from mom where <laughs> where was that one and then every once in a while he'll be playing I think it's because he'll get on his dad's YouTube and watch like people oh, playing video no. games and stuff. So he'll yeah. be he'll be sitting there and he just yells. He goes, "You dumbass!" And I was like, "Um, you've been listening to your dad play video games. I think is what's happening. Um, and... We're gonna have to talk to your dad about his language use." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so everyone, I'll catch him say something. Like, what did you say? Sorry, <laughs> you're not supposed to say those. Please, please don't say those words at school. It's bad enough. You're like, please, can use please don't let mommy word. get that phone call. Yeah, he can use the F word like a champ. And he knows how to call somebody at least knows how it, where it goes properly. Yeah. yeah. So he uses I mean... it properly in a sentence. Um. At <laughs> <laughs> least he didn't walk around and go, ah, fuck this shit. Yeah, so there's nothing like your uh, you know, five-year-old telling you it's fucking cold out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I and then trying to contain it and not laugh. Right. It's the hardest Be thing. Because you know you thought it as a kid. And you know as soon as your parents were, were gone, you're like, oh, fucking shit. So you, you don't want to be mad because you know they get it from you. But you're like... Can't I don't that. think I've ever dropped an F bomb in no. front of my kid, so you know. Right. And one one day I I heard from my office, he's out watching YouTube in the living room and there's this guy play I think it was playing Halo. He likes to watch Halo videos because he loves Master Chief and all that stuff. And 
I just I just hear him out there yelling, what the fuck? What the fuck? In his tiny little kid voice. And I was going, what? What are you watching? I said, Nathan, why are you leaving this on? He goes, uh, I didn't. I was like, well, it, it's on. I don't, I don't think he just selected YouTube on his own. And I think he had it on one video. And then you can kind of go from the next to the next. Because it's not YouTube kids that Nathan was watching. So Right. So, Definitely not. <laughs> and then they, they swear and he loves to play Halo and they swear in the game. So every once in a while, you know, let's get the hell out of here. You know, that's the kind of thing I hear coming from his room. And I'm going, nope, nope, no more of that. Turn that off. Turn that off right now. <laughs> All right. So wrap it up. Today's question of the day is when you look at the world, what is most fascinating to you? I would say that through everything over the past year, that there is still some hope of coming out of this, of, of going back to some sort of normalcy. I found that really fascinating that it's not as, you know, I, I thought like at this point I'd be so like, just like, oh, nothing's going to be the same, you know, but, but there's still hope in there. And that's, I like that, that that's still there. That's nice. Mine's more like... Over the course of time kind of thing. Because if we're talking about Earth, the depth of the ocean is still fascinating to me. And how much of the Earth we haven't covered. Then you look into space and like this infinite thing that surrounds us. And at the same time, I'm like, how many people had to exist and be born for each of us to be here today? Like how many generations did it take for those specific pairings for those specific cells to come together from two separate people so you specifically can exist how dare you do this to me it's i'm having like a crisis <laughs> i'm having of... an existential crisis and i didn't <laughs> i have no more wine to get me through it yeah. what am i gonna do i think it helps me see every person is mm -hmm. a little bit of a miracle because for you to exist and come from where you've come from and all of the things your ancestors will have had to go through, that's one of the most fascinating things to me about people. It's like how many people had to exist and what are the chances that you were those cells that came together and became you as a person to then go on and exist with other people and create another person. It's we're all a little bit of a miracle. That's my message today. Yeah. The more you know, and then have the rainbow. <laughs> it's one of my favorite gifts. <laughs> yep. Or gifs. I know that'll be controversial. Gif. I, I say gif. gif. I don't know why. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed listening to us spew nonsense and how we've screwed up possibly <laughs> as parents <laughs> bye bye thank you for listening to this week's episode music was provided by kevin mcleod the intro was titled work and the outro was titled aerosol of my love and can be found at incomtech.filmmusic.io